share. I just wanted to share one thought in terms of our mindset as we, uh, we will be attending this rally. You know, and human nature is such that when you have large crowds, that there's something which generates usually simcha in being part of a large crowd. Sometimes it's seeing people from, uh, that we haven't seen in, in, in a long time, which is a natural occasion for some And sometimes it's just a certain sense of exhilaration or being part of something or, or unusual and extraordinary magnitude. But I, I think we want to try very hard to maintain frame of mind which is consistent for the need and, and impetus for this rally. The need and impetus was provided by Ahmad al-Islam, the, 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 the slaughter of Achel B'nai Yisrael and the mortal danger in which primarily the, the, the Chayalim find themselves but to, to an extent the, the, the population in Eretz Israel as well. And the COVID Rosh that we should be feeling and experiencing should reflect the, the impetus of, of, of this, this occasion. We're, we're living currently in very, very, in a very extreme moment history. And it's often the case that there are esodos, there are fundamental principles which are relevant all the time, 24-7, which are highlighted and clarified in extreme moments. So what we're going to talk about in terms of what the basic notion of morality is, of ethics, is such an example. It's something which is relevant 24-7, but it's spotlighted and it's magnified in, in, in the current Eistzara. Ultimately, the question which, which we want to address is, what should our reaction be, A, for ourselves, and B, when the, the media bombards us with these images in the aftermath of Sahal's bombings in, in, in Gaza? Clearly, the, 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 the media is, is not simply interested in documenting what's happening, that there is an agenda that, that's being pursued. So what is, what is our reaction to those images supposed to be of pulling bodies from rubble, of wailing and, and, and grieving hands? What, what, what reaction should that engender within us? 
ourselves and, and, and so that we should be able to explain to others. So that, that's the question we're looking to answer, but we need to sort of provide the, the, the conceptual framework. If you take a look at page 3 of uh, the sheets, so this is the Rambam presenting the mitzvah of Allah which is to charm the middle course. So the Rambam writes in Allah the Gimel that Shtek Tzavos Arachokel Zomizo, the two extremes on the spectrum, Shabbat day of the day of, with every character trait, with every disposition, ain't on their October. That's not the, the, the good way. The ain't royal or other malachas mahan, and that's not what a person is supposed to, that's not the path a person is supposed to walk upon. The lower lungs on the atzma. In Matzah Tibam, no tell the achas mahan, or luchas la achas mahan, or shikvamamad achas mahan, whether it's a natural predisposition, whether it's an acquired trait and a person finds himself that he's not uh, calibrated towards the middle, Gives it more, so that will be 
mitzvahs. When it comes to what a person is striving for, that's what he's striving for. Okay. So the the Vida Venus is the five, which is the midpoint between the two extremes, the zero and the ten. But the first example the Ramam gives is crucial and very, very uh, illuminating. So going back to line three in Halotanawa, midway through line three, the very first example the Ramam gives is Kate said, with us, the person shouldn't be easily angered. On the other hand, the low conviction in he shouldn't be as apathetic as a, as, as, as a base. Elevating, again, he should be in the middle. What does that mean? You should only get angry when when there's something which really warrants anger. It's something something major which which warrants anger. And even then, this anger is intended productively to ensure that this never happen again. So when you look at this illustration, so this isn't the same type of illustration as all the others. Here, we would have thought that the midpoint between total apathy and being a hothead is that a person should react, but in a measured way. But the Raman doesn't say that. The Raman says the midpoint is that the person gets angry, but he does get angry. But he gets angry very infrequently. So that's not depicting the five between the zero and the ten. So what this example shows, and, and, and it's Megala on, on all the other examples, is that the real shot in, in the Ramam's Darahavaninus is not that a person inwardly is a five, but rather the real shot of the Vidavaninus is that inwardly the person has both the zero and the ten, and he has the self-control to exercise either of those capacities which the situation calls for. Right? So it's not that not that the goal of the mitzvah is not to be a five. It's not that I should train myself that, that, that that's what I am. I'm a five. No. The, the goal of the mitzvah is that I have the capacity for zero. I have the capacity to get angry. I have the capacity to, to be apathetic, to, to, to be a, a complete veteran, and then to draw upon those capacities as the situation warrants. Now, 99.9% of the time, there's no practical enough convena between whether or not the definition is that the person is a 5 or the person has the 0 and 10 within it. So, but the, the two examples that we looked at, where the Rambam says about how much a person eats and, and how much money a person looks to acquire. So, practically, the fact that that should be a reflection of having the zero and the ten, but what the situation calls for practically is a five. So I exercise my restraint by not seeking wealth. So that's how I exercise the zero. I exercise the ten by not being totally disinterested in money and pushing myself 
to have as much as I need. So practically, we, we don't, usually we don't see the difference between whether or not the definition of the mitzvah is to be a five, or the, or the definition of the mitzvah is to have such a self-control and self-discipline that the person has both the zero and the ten within him. But conceptually, and we'll see soon that the practical document as well, I will say, conceptually, it's a world of difference, right? Because if a person is a five, it means that the one who's a zero, so he's sort of enslaved to his meter of being a zero. And the one who's a ten, he's enslaved to his meter of being a ten. And the one who's a five is enslaved to his meter of being a five. Now, if you're going to be enslaved, better to be enslaved to a five than a zero or a ten. But the Misa, here too, a person is just acting out of what what is what feels right to him. Masha and Kane, if the person has the zero and the ten, so then he's not acting because of what it feels right, he's acting because of what is right. Ninety-nine percent of the time it doesn't make a difference. Ninety percent of ninety-nine percent of the time, if a person is a five, so what feels right is right. But there are exceptional moments where the, the, the difference between these two definitions it becomes clear. And let, 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 let's try to illustrate. But just in, until now, the, the distinction is clear. Real sorry. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs up. Okay. Maybe we'll take a, a, a not, not so extreme example first, and then uh, and then proceed. Let's say sometimes in, in, in a difficult situation, so sometimes parents can be advised that they need to act with tough love vis-a-vis a child, which means that basically they're being told in that highly unusual circumstance that they can't just sort of follow their natural parental instinct, which is to be warm and loving and embracing, but then they need to be, they, they, they need to be tough with, with, the, 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 with, with the, the child. If one is sort of enslaved, one is not going to be able to do that. But if acting with a with a five is not just because I do what feels right to me, because that is right, so then when the circumstance calls for when circumstance warrant and when the situation demands, so then the person will rise to the occasion and, and act as an exceptionally as the exceptional circumstance requires. And, and, and that's the mitzvah. That's the mitzvah. Before, again, before we again give another example, just to explain conceptually, 
why it's so compelling that this is the definition of the mitzvah. Rabbah goes on, if you take a look, at, at the end of Halacha Hay, the last line in Halacha Hay, and he says, to follow the Drachim HaBedanim is the mitzvah of Allah to the Drachim, to go in the ways of HaKadosh Baruch Now, if you take a look at the Rambam at the end of Kargal, which you have underneath here on, on page 3, so the Rambam writes, Eben Shin is Barer, since earlier in Kargal, to be Sonia it's been explained that HaKadosh Baruch was an Eno Gufuk Bia. HaKadosh Baruch was not physical in any, in any sense of the term. So he is Barer Shaloye Aralo Echadimahuros HaKufas. Anything which is a function of physicality doesn't apply to HaKadosh Baruch Hu either. And part of that is, if you take a look, the last two lines of Halakhi Adalit, decided and then that, that the, the 
compassion is is again guided, is directed by that determination of what's right, and, and that's why it's so compelling that the definition of the mitzvah of the Midracha, is not to be a five. Because to be a five means, okay, so I train myself to be compassionate, and now I always act in the same compassionate way. I, I, I train myself to be disciplined, so now when I eat, I always eat in the same disciplined way. No, that's not the mitzvah. The mitzvah is, again, not to be beholden to, to, to emotions, impulses, urges, desires, to do what's right. To, to have the capacity for a zero or a ten. On Yom Kippur, be a zero. On, on Yom Tiv, go more to the direction of a ten. You're going to eat more than you do on, on, a, on a normal uh, on a normal food day. Because by HaKadosh Baruch nothing is driven but by emotions. Emotions is a, is a human, physical reality and, and phenomenon. So the Mitzvah of the Prophet is as much as possible. Again, that's what the, the title of the on the comments of the Musariyut Sefret is, is that the morality, again, we should be passionate about it, but the passion has to be rooted in, it has to be anchored in, it has to be intellectually driven. Not that it's, not, not that the, the emotion is, that the emotional reaction is what determines, is, is, is what dictates. In, in Hamatha, Someone and it's going to kill someone. 
So the thing is that that Katan has a din of a rubber, and needs an ansibubanashi. Which means that the second din of rubber has got nothing to do with liability, there's nothing to do with culpability. It has, it's a din haksala. The Torah says if there's a rodeh and a nirdah, they may be, in theory, equally innocent. The, the two-year-old who's playing with a gun is, uh, is, is as innocent as, as can be. They may be equally innocent, but the halacha is that there's a din hatsola. And the Torah says that, that even without any din of liability or or culpability, so you save the nirdah, the chayyash of Sarabhavim. That would that would be true again, even if it's uh, you know, even in a situation where it's sort of a one-on-one. There's one road there, there's one there's one nirdah. When the radifa, you don't even need this gemara, this din, when the radifa is against millions of people. When when so the, the individuals in Gaza, the, the innocent civilians, So then it turns out that really all our Rachmanus is not, 
not proper Rahmanas. It's just because we trained ourselves to be a five. It's not because we have the zero and the ten and we're doing what's right in the situation. No, it's because that's what feels good to me. There's a there's a moral divorce from the Vilna Gong. The Vilna Gong says it's a shot my Hazal. It's in a couple of places in the history I grew up. One of the places, I'm sorry, I forgot to put it on the sheet. One of the places actually in the Fiducial Biri Agrana Sefer's Brothers. The Gon, I think he's commenting on a Yerushalmi. Yerushalmi says something cryptic. You find two mitzvahs in the Torah where the Torah promises Arifaz Yomim. The Torah promises Arifaz Yomim for Kibbeh Valdein. Abedis Abedifa Vesimefa Gomania Rifni Yomefa. And the Torah also promises Arifaz Yomim so it's interesting. Those are the two mitzvahs in the Torah where the Torah promises are Rita's So what's the chat? So the dawn again, the, the dawn shows how this is what Chazal is saying. He says, let's say you see a you see a person who's very, very not going to keep it up there. Really. Extraordinary. And you wonder, he's doing it because I've got a girl who says it's the right thing to do? No, maybe it's because the child naturally feels love for his parents. The child naturally feels a bond. And then combine that with the fact that when, when parents get older, so that they, they can become the slime, become needy. So it's just, he's doing it because that's what feels good to him. That's what feels right. Is he doing it because it is right? Or is he doing it because it feels right? So says the title, let's see how this same individual acts with regard to Shidua HaKeh. And then what happens? The mother bird comes back. The mother bird comes back and, and the and the bottom are no longer there. On the, to, to the human mind, to the human moral instinct, that's how glorious. Leave it alone. So wonderful. So the mother's not there when you when you when you take them. But the mother knows to come back. And when she comes back, She's going to see that they're not there. So that seems like an Amazonius. But says the Torah, you want to know if this even other name, he was doing what feels right, or what is right. See what happens when he encounters the mitzvah of, of, uh, of Shidur HaKeh. So the two are, conversely, let's say you see a person being kind of mitzvah Shidur HaKeh. So he's a, he's a tzaddik. He's, a, he's, he's an oil mitzvah. No, he's an achzor. He's an achzor. It just so happens that his achzorius uh, seems to convert with a mitzvah. So go see how that same individual treats his parents. If you want to understand what he was doing, go look and see what he was doing, what, how, how, he, how he treats his parents. Again, it's a difference between doing what feels right it, what is right. Now, 99% of the time, if a person, you know, ingrains noble traits within himself, so what feels right is right. But there is 
is that one percent of the time where what is right doesn't necessarily feel right because it's not what we what we're accustomed to doing. It's not what the Torah wants us to do. Ruba the ruba the ruba the ruba of the time. Ruba the ruba the ruba of the time. We're not interested in bothering. But when there's when there's a redifa against millions of innocent people, and the only way to repel that redifa is the is the bond, and, and because of the vicious of the primary roadfare, there are secondary roadfare who are being employed as human shields, and it's impossible to save the millions and millions of their dolphins. So maybe, based on our normal daily lives, it doesn't feel right. But the mitzvah of Allah the Midrashah is to have the capacity to do what is right, not to be, not to not to be slavishly driven, even by a what, what most of the time is a very noble and correct instinct of Rambam's. Rambam has a line where he says that sometimes misplaced Rambam's of one individual is Achazonius and others. Let's say a person who will have Rambam's on a basis. So the Rambam says that Rambam's, that misplaced Rambam's is Achazonius and everyone else, then that he's going to that's going to be adverse, that's going to be de- de- destroyed, destroyed by him. So we, we, we mentioned at the outset that, that sometimes in extreme moments, the sodas which are relevant 24-7 are, are, are clarified, that they're highlighted, that they're spotlighted. And the emphasis is, if a person can't, if a person doesn't muster the strength to recognize the complete justness and justice of what Saham is doing in our national self-defense, a person is, is, is out there criticizing or clamoring or even maybe maybe he's silencing himself but he's questioning what they're doing it's a question it, it's it it's know, maybe paraphrase too strong a Russian but but it, it it undermines to a certain degree all this chesed because it means that all this chesed is like the goal's part of the two young means that all the chesed it does is because it feels good, because it feels right, not because it is good. The person is supposed to do chesed 99.999% of the time, not the extreme moment that Medina Sisrael finds itself in now. The person is supposed to do chesed 99.99% of the time, not just because it feels good and, and I act in accordance with what feels good, because it is good. And the point oh oh one situation where a person again does what is right even though it, it goes against the grain of, of, of the way we live our lives in virtually every other context but that shows that, that a person's morality is that it does what is right not just what feels right 
take a look. There's further, further proof. It's a long, long passage. We're not going to look at them all. But if you take a look at the Rambam on page 2, the Rambam is describing how a Maniga Medina, a king, a president, a Maniga Medina, sometimes has to emulate
Christ of Leon deals with the Fashas, if he'll be as emotionally affected by the death of the patient as we, non-doctors, are in, in our lives, so then he won't be able to function. He'll be too broken by the constant exposure to an encounter with with, with, with death. So it's understood that there has to be enough, how much detachment, enough detachment that allows the oncologist that uh, after losing one patient to be there 100% to be treating the next patient and doing his best to save the next patient. And if Gil, in quotation marks, has so much rapamonis on this patient that will be so devastating that it will prevent him, it will then spill over and affect his ability to function, so that's not what I'm saying It's luxurious. It's all his other patients are going to suffer because of his, the, the degree of his emotional involvement. How much emotional involvement can he have? He should be, a doctor should be empathetic. There should be emotional involvement. How much emotional involvement, how much empathy? As much as he can afford without compromising his ability to do what's right what he needs to do, because at the moment that it compromises his ability to do what's right, what he needs to do, so then it's rough modest on this person, and not misplaced rough modest on this person, becomes an unzorious on, on, on others. And, and if a person just thinks of it in, in those terms, if a person isn't so short-sighted, the person realizes that, that all this, that this so-called rough modest, that, that the Okay, there's some other mouth that comes in. 